Welcome to the Joyfulness Broadcast, broadcasting you stuff about related to joy. Okay, so let's flow with it this time. What are we going to talk about? You're going to have to stay around to find out. So I want to talk about some practical things. I want to make this stuff really practical to people so it's not just you're not wasting your time or anything. So let's talk about like any upsets that you have, right? Any, like, something, when it comes up for you, there's not peace. This is how you can recognize it with honesty. You can say, there isn't peace there. So something that isn't peaceful, isn't at a place of peace and non-attachment for you, Um, which means that you are attached to it, and it's agitating. Now, The reason I'm saying this so broadly, because you might think that what agitates you is one thing. So let's say if it's a thought, just as an example, or a person, you might think it's that person that is agitating you, but actually this isn't so. You might think that it's a thought, it's a recurring thought form that is agitating you, that is the source of the agitation. But actually, this is not so. This is why I'm referring it to that way. So the first thing we can recognize, which is a very critical component in breaking down the agitation. So understand that when you break it down and you dissect it into its pieces and you actually see it for what it is, that process of just revelation through insight um, has the power to, to really diminish the amount of suffering you experience. So hopefully that will occur through this episode. So let's dissect it. Let's say there's something upsetting you. It seems like it's going on. It's something external to you, whether it be a thought form, whether it be a certain image, certain words that are said, uh, a person, a situation. It seems like that's the thing that is causing the upset okay and upset and agitation i'll be using these words interchangeably they simply refer to something that isn't in a place of peace and non-attachment so it's a very general and you can apply it to anything you know this could be anger this could be fear this could be guilt this could be grief these are all forms of upsets and agitations now this is what it's a really it's a critical one this one so It's actually not, there's nothing out there that is causing that upset. Although it seems like that, it might seem that way to you right now. It might really seem like, oh, you know, that person is the one who's agitating me. That situation is what's upsetting to me. Uh, 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 this isn't so. Because in this podcast, we're interested in joy. So this insight is... If, if, you, if it's grasped, then it leads to joy. That's why it really doesn't matter your opinions about what is being said. <laughs> if you get the aha moment, you'll see it for yourself and you'll laugh. So what's, what are we laughing about? Why are we laughing? This is an upset. It's an agitation. Nick, why, why are you such a dick? It's an upset. It's an agitation. It's a serious matter. Well, hopefully you'll come to see why it's not. Because it's about where it's coming from. If you can see where it's actually coming from. So I've, I've been sw- circling around this. Let's get into it then. Where is it coming from? If it's not coming from out there. So what I'm saying is there's nothing out there causing you to feel anything. 
Instead, the feeling is arising from within. The feeling is arising from within, and then it's painting the situation, the person, the thought form. It's painting it in a certain way. So, it's the feeling, it's the stored feeling within you that is generating that upset. Not the situation. Because recognize that, you know, two different people to any given situation will respond totally differently, right? So, it's nothing to do with the external stimuli. It's the same objective stimuli, but what the only difference is, is, is the individuals. The difference is in, in, the, in the stored feelings of the individuals. So everything out there, everything external to you, is merely acting as a convenient trigger, letting you know what's going on within you. Hence the word triggered, something popular these days. You know, what does it mean? What does it mean to be triggered? It means that, there's an emotional upset occurring, but it's not the source of the emotional upset. This is the error in society. The source of the emotional upset is not out there. It's not in any situation. It's not in President Trump. It's not in a climate change. It's not in anything like that. That's not the source of the upset. If we're honest with ourselves, we can see this. The source of the upset is within us. Those conditions, those situations external to us are merely acting as trigger points. <laughs> They're just triggering stuff that's already within you. Now, the reason this is critical, because until you recognize this and until you own it, until you own it, because on one level or another, we all already know this on one level or another. Now you're just hearing it, and now you might be hearing it in a different way, so you might get the option to own it, to now own it. Until we own it, we can't deal with the feelings. We can't deal with the upset. Do you understand this? Because if you try to deal with the external situations and change the external situations, let's say that you align the external conditions to your liking, to the way you picture them they should be. And you think that that will bring you calm and peace. And what you'll discover is that it won't. <laughs> it won't. There'll be an underlying unconscious fear. Why? Why will there be an underlying unconscious fear? Because you know that these conditions can change at any moment. No matter how much you try to control it, it's external to you, right? So they can change at any moment. Therefore, there was always the unconscious fear that something external will change and that upset because remember we already know this on one level or another that upset will arise again so it's a difference there's a difference between trying to contain it and releasing it so we're interested in releasing it and how do we release it first of all we be thankful for all these conditions external to us we be thankful for everything the world deems evil and bad quite we don't <laughs> you see without it how would you without these things that make you aware of the emotional upsets within you how would you be aware of them so quite frankly everyone should be thanking 
uh, everything, <laughs> everything around them. Well, as a popular example, uh, President Trump, people sh- should be thanking him because they're they're so upset by him. Why? Why are so many people so upset by President Trump? They think it's because of Trump. It's got nothing to do with Trump. It's got nothing to do with them. It's got everything to do with all the emotional energy stored within them. Now, the tragedy is most people won't own that and they'll never release it. Or they may take a very long time, a very long time to finally own that and release it. And that's their, that's their choice. So you can ask yourself, what do you want? Do you want to keep circling in these feelings? Do you want to keep blame, putting the blame on it externally? Because if you keep putting the blame on it externally, I'll tell you what you'll get. I'm not make-wronging here, I'm just telling you how it is. If you keep putting the blame outside of yourself for how, for the way you feel, for these upsetting energies that are rising from within you, well, if you put the blame outside of yourself, what you get, what you get out of that, is you get to keep circling in these emotions. You get to hold on to them. You get to hold on to that feeling, you know? <laughs> As, you know it's funny, because that's what pop culture teaches also. I mean, in that song, hold on to that feeling. Uh, so that's what you get. You get to hold on to it. You get to feel justified in the way you feel. And these are, these are big things for the ego. The ego wants this. (laughs) The ego wants this. And the thing is that, let's be honest, you get satisfaction from that, right? It's not like you don't get anything from it. You get satisfaction. You get the satisfaction of feeling justified. You get the satisfaction of feeling like a victim. It's satisfying. Yes, it's satisfying. There's a grim satisfaction to that. But what you're losing what you're losing is joy. Satisfaction is not joy. People seem to mix this up a lot. Satisfaction is not joy. Joy is something totally different. Totally different. Joy comes from within. Just like these energy upsets come from within, so does joy. Joy doesn't depend on any externality. True Joy doesn't depend on it. So the, the thing is that whilst at the same time you're owning, when you own, that these upsets are within you. What you're actually also owning is the source of joy, the source of happiness is within me. You can't have one without the other. <laughs> the, so the upsets that are blocking joy are coming from within you, but that also means that joy itself is within you. So this is this is how this is why it's a critical step and why I wanted to make a little uh little episode about that one. Because until we own this stuff, we can't release it. Okay, so once we've owned it, we can ask ourselves some questions, right? To help uh, arise the willingness to own it. First, we can see that we're not victims here. We're getting something out of it. Even if we don't want to admit it, we're getting something out of it. If we won't get something out of it, we wouldn't hold on to it. We'd let it go, right? Would you hold on to a steaming, hot, lava-drenched <laughs> like piece of metal? that burns you as soon as you touch it well you don't get anything out of it you know you might get that burn but like even then maybe some sort of sadist and enjoy the burn of it but most people would just drop that thing straight away because it's hurting them they're like no i don't want this This isn't giving me anything it's not giving me a thing so if something's not giving us a thing we tend to just drop it (laughs) let's be honest with ourselves let's be honest with ourselves we're not saints not yet not yet 
this is the process of becoming a saint is you have to be honest with yourself before you get there. So until we're in sainthood, uh, usually we're, we're not going to hold on to something until, uh, unless we, we get something out of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just a matter of, um, matter of human nature. It's a matter of human nature. Now, the way we go, we, we can transcend that part of human nature. We can transcend it. But the way we transcend it is by owning it, not by denying it. So we deny that there's that innate narcissism of the human nature within us that's trying to juice everything and always looking for a gain. That's just natural. It's part of human nature. And if we want to transcend it, it is possible. It's the whole point of joy. <laughs> Is, when, is transcending in that part of us, the narcissistic core of the ego. But in order to do that, we have to own it first. We have to own it. And that's the nitty-gritty of it. That's the nitty-gritty, right? We've got to actually own it. We've got to face the hard facts. We've got to hate, face the fa- hard facts, regardless of how we feel about them, regardless of our opinions. We face the hard facts. And then we make ourselves... Now we open ourselves to actually releasing the energy. Now, maybe I'll make a quick note on how we release the energy. First of all, if you would like a very, very, very comprehensive guide walking you exactly through how to release anything, or in other words, how to let go of anything, I would highly, highly recommend, if you haven't already, read the book, Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender, David R. Hawkins. That will highlight you the exact tool that mechanism in a mechanism that I use and it's very effective and I've tested it to very high degrees so uh, you can test that one like I've tested this to the degree <laughs> of revealing of the presence of divinity revealing itself right and that's what I'm well working to getting back to now having experienced the presence I know it's I know it's there through my own experiences, not through someone telling me it's there. I know it's there. And now I'm continuing my, to deepen my surrender, to deepen uh, my practice of what is, what is um, highlighted in that book that I just mentioned, so as to return to that presence forever. So that's how I know it works, and that's why I recommend this book, because I know it works really well and it's very direct. If you read that, what you'll get out of it is basically, this is the gist of it as I understand it. What you to release something, what you have to recognize is, is that it's the it's the feeling, right? So we've spoke about it's not the it's not the external events, but neither is it the thought forms. It's not the thought forms, it's not the images, it's not the imagination, it's how you feel about the thoughts. <laughs> Isn't it? It's how you feel about it. It's how you feel about those imaginations. It's how you feel about it. So what you've got to deal with is the feelings. You've got to recognize that what you do, this whole process is sort of... First, you recognize that the best place to put your energy is to focus on feelings. It's feelings themselves rather than thoughts, rather than imagination. So first of all, you recognize any given feeling generates thousands of thoughts. Thousands of thoughts. And if you deal with thoughts, you're just going to propagate more thoughts. So you don't want to deal with thoughts. You don't want to deal with imagination because imagination is also just coming out of a feeling state, right? If you're in a different feeling state, there'll be different imaginations, different images accompanied with that. So you don't want to deal with 
either thought and nor do you want to deal with imagination. You want to be dealing with, that is, in other words, putting all your attention on feelings themselves. Now, the question might be, how do I put my att attention on feelings themselves? Well, you recognize what is a feeling. Remove the thoughts, remove the imagination, remove even the labels. What are you left with? You're left with sensations. That's all. You're experientially, what is the radical truth of feelings? Experientially, removed from thoughts and imagination, which are not reality. They're just imagination. Thoughts are imagined. They don't have any basis in reality, right? So removing it from that, what is a feeling? A feeling is a bunch of sensations. It's just experientially, it's just sensations. So in recognizing this, what you can start to see is that actually, so for example, if I told you, are you willing to face your greatest fears? You'd be like, oh, that sounds a bit scary. <laughs> that sounds a bit scary to face my greatest fears. Why? Because you probably got a lot of thoughts around that, a lot of imagination around what that might be. Okay, but then if I ask you, are you willing to be with, let go of changing, just be with and allow and experience out a bunch of sensations? Are you willing? Are you willing to do that? Then you might say, oh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if that serves my long-term happiness, so I might add, you do this and it'll serve your long-term happiness and you'll remove, you'll release all the emotional baggage you've got right now. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to go through that? And you might say yes, but it's the same thing, isn't it? It's the same thing as facing your fears. That's what facing your fears is. Remove from imagination, remove from thoughts, and you're left with the feelings themselves, which are just, the feeling is just a, a sensations. It's just a, energy. It's just really an outpour of energy coming up. So how do you deal with that energy? Okay, number one, Ignore thoughts, ignore imagination. Don't go there. Just don't go there. Don't go there. Next, you just be with the sensations. <laughs> it's really subtle. So you just stop resisting. Stop resisting what you're experiencing. Let go of resisting the sensations. Okay, so focus, view feelings as just sensations. And then let go of, let go of resisting or not wanting whatever sensations are there. Because the only reason you're experiencing pain and suffering is because you're resisting what's coming up. This is true. If there was no resistance, you wouldn't experience any suffering, you wouldn't experience any pain. The, the, the presence of pain and suffering is an indication that something is being resisted. And this is a great indicator because it's telling you what you should be letting go of. So if resistance comes up, then you also let that resistance be there. You don't just let go trying to change it, let go trying to do anything about it, just be with it as it is. And what the whole process is, you might say, well, that sounds a bit weird, like a bit absurd. This isn't absurd because the nature of feelings is that they change. Automatically, spontaneously, with the, through their own momentum, with their own energy, they change at their own rate. And they will change very, very rapidly if you let them, if you stop resisting them as they're coming up. So as you resist, as you let go of doing anything, because you, you're not doing anything, you're just letting everything be as it is. As you just let everything be as it is, you let all the sensations come up as they're coming up. Don't do anything about them. Don't try to change them in any way. Not this way, not that way. Not try to make them this instead of that. Just letting them be there as they are coming up. As simple as that. Well, then automatically and spontaneously they begin to change. So you see how useful this is because you don't have to do a thing. Everything is happening of its own. You're not doing anything. 
you're just the witness observer. And through this practice, you actually learn. You learn experientially that you are the witness observer. You were never doing anything. Everything was always happening spontaneously. That might be a concept, but you begin to experience that for yourself through this practice. So that was a, a little introduction into it. It's a little introduction on how you can handle those upsets, how you can handle that energy coming up for you. I hope this has been practical so you can apply this right now to anything that you are uh, facing, anything that's coming up for you. And just recognize that this practice is continuous. And you learn it. Right now there might be confusions about some stuff that was said. Maybe there's some misunderstandings. Maybe it feels like some things uh, were not clear, which on my end, please let me know so I can know for the future uh but they might just feel like what probably will happen is it might feel like there's some stuff missing it's like oh yeah but what about this but what about that and the way we learn through here is what hawkins tells us is it's very useful we just learn through familiarity so just through sheer familiarity alone we learn so we learn through familiarity and instead of like a logical learning through familiar learning <laughs> if that's a word we just kind of get that feeling that we already knew it all along so if you'd like that feeling that i already knew it all along in other words to get in touch with the inner confidence to practice this intuitive process um this inner mechanism this new way of being with feelings this new way of being in the world well first there's just a couple things you can do number one i'd recommend just getting started right now with whatever in understanding or whatever level of understanding you have right now, just take one step at a time, okay? Sure, there'll be st stuff missing, but also there's new grasping, there's new comprehension. You heard things you haven't heard of yet. So with that, you can start to practice. You can start to experiment on your own, through your own experiences. And this is how you will learn. You will learn by doing. Actually do the thing. I know, it's as I said, you don't do anything, but you know what I mean. Just practice the process the inner mechanism, let go changing stuff and learn through your own experiences. However it is for you, however it's going to be, there's no need to change it. There's no need to fight it. There's no need to make it different. There's no need to try to be perfect when you're not, but you are anyway, because if it was supposed to be different, it would be different. So just be with things however they are and be happy with however things go and you'll find that you're in a state of constant joy <laughs> if you're happy with everything as it is you'll be in a state of constant joy um that's a fact so yeah you can do that's the first step i recommend just whatever understanding you have right now just go for it go for it sit down here yeah, i'll instruct you so it'll make it easier you can what you can do is you can sit down close your eyes feel into it feel into it where are you feeling it in your body what sensations are coming up you don't have to label them don't label them actually at the start, you might label it something in the throat, but then go more honest with yourself. This is also a process of honesty. And honestly, you're not experiencing throat sensations, right? You can't experience any label, any word. Words just point to a certain experience. You're, you're, you're experiencing sensations. That is the most broad, general statement that can be said. So just be with that pure experience, wordless, nameless, the pure energy of it. Be with that. Feel into it. Where is it happening? Investigate. Ask these questions. Maybe you, you can't quite pinpoint it. Perfect. If you can't quite pinpoint it, that's how it's being experienced for you right now. You see how easy it is? 
just so be with it. It's really fun. It's really fun. It's another thing. This process is fun. <laughs> it's so fun. You get to be like, oh, you know, sometimes my experience, there was one that it started in my chest area. There was this pain in my chest area when I was having a, a going through like a fever. <laughs> label, the label fever. Anyway, so there was a chest area pain and I was just with that sensation. I was with those sensations. You know, they kind of felt cold. They kind of felt heavy, but beyond that, not even like I can't label them, but this heavy sensation just for the sake of communicating it, this heavy sensation in the, in the lung area, it then, as, as I let it be there, did nothing, you know, gradually changed, it changed. And it actually, it disappeared from the lung area and it started moving up and moved up to the shoulders, it moved up to the shoulders. And then what happened is it moved above the shoulders. So I was actually experiencing it as though it was hovering above my arms. That's where I, that was the point of experience. That's where I was actually experiencing this heavy sensation. It was nowhere in the body. It was not in the body. This is what I mean. It's fun. You discover very cool things like this. You discover <laughs> some amazing things that you are not the body, that you you are not what you think you are. And you discover this not as a concept, not as a thing you learn in a book, but through your own experiences. Gosh dang it, I was experiencing this thing hovering up. <laughs> it was incredible. It was fun. It's great fun. You get to learn these things too through your own experiences. So that's number one. Number two, of course... I highly recommend familiarity, familiarity, familiarity. You can use these podcasts to um, increase your familiarity with the content matter, uh, with the subject matter. Also, highly, highly, highly recommend uh, David Hawking's. Highly recommend David Hawking's. He has a whole bunch of lecture series and Audible. You can pick and choose whichever ones speak out to you. Listen to them. Become familiar with this stuff. And it'll begin to transform your life. Literally, all you have to do is listen and it's going to transform your whole life. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Be ready for a fun ride. Um, and of course, the book. The book, Letting Go. It's on audio as well, on Audible. So you've got these two things, practice and familiarity. And through this, of course, it all begins with recognizing that your feelings are your own. Nothing outside is causing them. And then this opens you up to actually releasing that energy behind it. And as you release this energy, what you'll notice is there's things that triggered you before. In other words, you cared about before. You had a position, an opinion about. Now you have no care for. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It absolutely does not matter. It's actually a little funny. So it's quite liberating. It's very liberating. Very liberating. Because progressively less and less stuff worries you until the point that nothing worries you and you can laugh at anything and most of society would probably think you're a bit weird but i imagine it as though as like the laughing buddha that's the picture of joy i have in my mind the fat jolly laughing buddha that just laughs at everything even though but you see when i laugh at everything a lot of things i laugh at that other people don't laugh at and you know for me i can't help myself i can't help myself because i see it that way they can't help themselves not laughing because they see it the way they see it. So that's just something to point out. And you can experience this for yourself. You can start to experience how funny, how humorous life is, um, uh, how jolly good fun it is just by practicing this simple, very simple technique as I have just described here. And you can learn in far greater depth uh, through the book, Letting Go, The Path of Surrender by David Hawkins, in which it is... um, very well 
very, very, very well explained with clinical examples, clinical examples, because there's a lot of clinical experience, Dr. Hawking's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, decades, decades. Um, it's a very, very, it's my ultimate book recommendation. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you will put it to good use. You know, ask yourself, is this going to be just another thing I hear? Or am I going to try this out? Am I going to see what happens when I do it? Um, am I going to, am I willing to be wrong about my current belief sets? Um, and discover the joy, discover the incredible joy of being wrong, discovering the incredible joy of being a fool. Um, it's quite joyous. It's quite funny to discover when you're a fool. <laughs> There's nothing serious about it. Um, so you can ask yourself some questions, you know, like that. All these questions, all they're pointing to is an inquiry. You investigate, you recognize that if you want things to be different than how they have been, you have to make new decisions. You recognize that you can go on, t- you are choosing your, your destiny right now with the choices you're making. Do you understand? So <laughs> also, am I sound like a prick, prick when I'm saying, do I understand? In my head, I'm saying, it's like, it helps clarify, but I don't know. <laughs> so maybe I'll stop saying that. But um, what was I saying? Trajectory. Right, right, right. So with your choices right now. Okay, get this, get this. So your choice right now is setting you on a certain trajectory, right? We can agree on that. Um, and then if you make a different choice, you're going to go into a different trajectory. So right now, <laughs> let's just recognize this right, right now. Um, you have the power to choose your own future. And like conceptually, we might hear that and be like, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. But when you really hear that, when it really sinks in, you're like, wow. I mean, for me, what happens is I kind of got overwhelmed and I'm like, I don't, I'm still kind of going through this. I'm still dealing with it, (laughs) with the remnants of it. But I'm like, oh, God damn it. There's so much weight. (laughs) There's so much weight. I don't know what to choose. (laughs) I can choose this or I can choose this oh man, and it'll set my future, not only my future, but the whole future of humanity rests on the choices every individual makes, so that's quite a lot of responsibility that people don't realize they're walking around with, anyway, I'm still going through the remnants of letting go of the, um, the confusion, the illusions of confusion around that, and the indecisiveness, and the hesitance to choose due to the seeming weight of it, um, that's something I'm going through, but it, again, I'm going through that, but it's still fun, it's jolly good fun, you know, I, I'll just finish with this, constant joy has been a topic that's been coming up, and for me, constant joy is not something, it doesn't, it, it's not that I don't suffer, you know, because I would say that I live in constant joy, I'm blessed to, I kind of have to say it, because it's a blessing that I've been given, nothing I've earned, so I sort of got to own it, <laughs> um, on behalf of the blessing, to express my gratitude for it, I must own it, so, and, and does that have, to, does that mean I don't suffer, hell no, suffer far, far greater than before, but I handle it, and I, in my willingness to experience the suffering, in my willingness to experience whatever's coming up without even labeling it suffering, I find that it's very quickly transformed, it's very quickly transformed, it's very easily handled, very easily let go, in spite of the suffering, because suffering, I still suffer, (laughs) I was getting overwhelmed in my meditation before, because I was freaking out, I was like, oh, am I meditating right, (laughs) in spite of uh, the results that I've been seeing, that are absolutely incredible, in spite of these incredible results, um, 
there are still doubts, there are still skepticisms um, that are handled, but they, it doesn't mean that I'm not in, this, in, in joy, you know, those are handled, and then you see the humor of it, and then I see the foolishness of it, and then I laugh at myself, and it's all good fun, it's all jolly good fun, it's really, it's really fun being a fool, it's really fun. So that's that's the end of that one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something out of it. Um, yes, so Spotify, that's where the best place to check the new ones out. Make sure you follow it to be notified. Facebook group, Joyfulness Broadcast. Check that out for the latest um, uh, latest episodes as well posted up. Also, what would be cool is so to help this podcast grow if you would like that if you'd like to contribute to the growth of this podcast number one uh if you could share this with someone maybe just a friend you know one friend and go out um sharing it with the whole world you can if you want to it's pretty cool but maybe like like as a genuine like challenge or growth opportunity uh maybe there's one friend you're close with who you might see as benefiting from this and you could just you know send them a link and and say a little bit about it if if they're interested don't force it down their throat but just if they're interested and maybe that can help grow the grow the podcast and also you could um what would really benefit is if you wrote a review on apple podcasts because that's where all the podcast stuff is i think that's the majority of it what people listen to if you could leave like a, a your honest review of, of it however many stars you'd like to give it on apple podcast that would be really great for the future of this podcast um you don't have to of course if you don't want to but it would really i mean we, we can only grow this thing together so it's a pretty cool group project we've got here huh it's all about that group energy so i that is my invitation to you and i will see you in the next one